0: Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode fifty-one. Yeah, yeah, it's the start of another fifty episodes. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Uh, I'm Chuck, and I'm Harlow, and we're back. We're doing movies that are long, <laughs> <laughs> totally long, so long, so long movies. Yeah. Uh, we just we have this rule on Bamcast Prime where you know it's got to be around ninety minutes to be good for us to do for time reasons, and there are a lot of great movies that are longer than that. But yeah, so we've uh, we've kind of. For a while, I've just kind of put those movies off, and you know, it's always like, well, if someone's not here, we can watch one of the long ones. Mm-hmm. We the the list got out of control, so we just decided, hey, let's start plowing through some of these on Bamcast Extra. Yep. So this week, we decided to watch 1986's FX. They got the movies, they do, they have one. Oh, well, This one? They have two, uh, yes, yeah. and a television show. Oh, and a television show, <laughs> which we will not be watching, but oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so FX 1986. Uh, this is. I would say a cult favorite for a lot of people. This is, for me anyway, uh, a movie that I'd seen on cable and recorded and
1: watched all the time. Okay. Uh, big renter in the video stores. Somehow, I've never seen this. Well, I can't say that's no longer true. Right. Prior to today, I'd never seen this.
0: Now you're up to speed.
1: I, I am. Good. Speed. Excellent. R- rolling. Yes, rolling.
0: <laughs> and we are. Uh, So, this movie uh, stars Brian Brown. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a thing for a brief time. Ah, he was a thing. <laughs> yes, he was an Australian thing for a brief period of time in Hollywood. And uh, Brian Dennehy, who's always been a thing.
1: He has. <laughs> Did somebody say my name? Oh, get the fuck oh. out of here, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Fucking Brian Dennehy. Bye. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, oh, I, trivia, hot trivia, scoops. Okay. Uh, this movie was produced by Princess Diana's lover, who perished with her in the car crash. Dodi Faid. All right. Uh, just that's the first like name that pops up on screen. Uh, he co-produced it with a guy named Jack Weiner. <laughs> 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 uh. Couldn't mention one without the other. Sure. So, yeah. But uh, FX. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy who does special effects for the movies. And right away, I'm like, well, this is perfect for our show. This is absolutely what we would want to see.
1: Yeah. And, and it, yet somehow I never saw this. I mean, it's kind of
0: in my wheelhouse. It, yeah. Um, and it opens up with, you know, like a restaurant scene. You're not quite sure what's happening here, although you catch on pretty quick. Sure. Um, which is just a
1: machine gun massacre. I, I will say, like, I, I want to note that I always find it funny that almost every movie that, every has, movie. that, that has a movie within a movie mm-hmm. that... People act poorly in the movie within the movie, <laughs> yes. t- thus tipping you off that it's a movie, mm-hmm. which I think is funny for some reason. Like, oh, they'll they'll figure it out because they're acting <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm <laughs> acting now. Yeah. The, the
0: movies version of movies are always like, man, movies suck. <laughs> they kind are of, yeah. hot garbage. I don't understand why. But and it's also one of those things where you're you're seeing every shot within a sequence happen like it's happening at once. Sure. But it, you know, so a lot of special effects happen, mm-hmm. people get shot, and then the director walks in and goes, cut, great, that was super duper. Yeah. That's where we are introduced to Raleigh Tyler, who is Brian Brown, huh. and he's the special effects guy, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, he's, he's dating the star of this film. Uh, Whoever she is, she she's playing like this Marilyn Monroe type character in this fake movie and then, you know, peels off her wig. And yeah. And she's got, you know, Zool hair. Mm -hmm. She does. She (laughs) she has the Zool hair. (laughs) Well, you know, short, dark. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. 80s hair. But uh, uh, Raleigh is approached by uh, Clifty Young, who is like, man, I'm such a huge fan and I'm a producer and I want to hire you and let's let's make things. And hey, call me. And Raleigh's like, yeah, sweet. Uh, why don't you come to my uh, my laboratory tomorrow? <laughs> I, yeah, my, <laughs> my
1: studio slash studio apartment.
0: Yeah, just like, my workshop. Come see me. Yeah. So basically just skipping some exposition and whatnot. Uh, he shows up the next day.
1: Yeah. Well, just to establish the characters, you have Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Raleigh. You do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have actress lady who's, whom he's dating. Mm-hmm. And then he has a little assistant lady. Yes. Just a little blonde lady. Yeah. Just been... She's
0: always working with
1: him. Yeah, been with him for a while. It's mm-hmm. it's established. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so Clifty Young shows up at his house, and as he comes in the door, is attacked by a monster. Uh, he's got this security system set up with like this big mutant, abominable slow man thing mm-hmm. that just growls and launches at you via air cannons when you open the door.
1: And it, it looks a little bit like, um, oh shit, I forgot what race it is from original Star Trek. There's like that weird...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah.
1: kind of looks like that. Yeah, he does. Yeah.
0: But, you know, he just he's wandering around the workshop looking at he's like, oh, I know all these things. And he's just Mm -hmm. like, this is this was from this. Look
1: now, uh, (laughs) I'm just going to point out that, like, I would have loved to sit around the writer's table Mm -hmm. when they were when they were pitching all of these fake movie titles (laughs) because they're all awesome. Like, they're all great. Yep. Punny horror titles. Yes, again,
0: also like in the movies, like movies always have real dumb names.
1: <laughs> I thought they like, were great, like Dismember mo- Mama. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, like movie titles in reality are never as good as movie titles they come up with in a movie. Sure, um, but yeah, all the all the movies that he's worked I, on have I just fantastic. I should have
1: just taken a note of all the fake movie yeah. titles within it because th- there were some really good ones. Yeah, they're all punny, and oh yeah, and
0: they more of them come up later yeah. <laughs> for reasons. But so Clifty Young is just like, wow, this is all great, and he's like, oh by the way, I. Don't I'm not a producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work for the Justice Department, and that's not my name. My name's Lipton, <laughs> which is great.
1: <laughs> that's a good series of of, of of line because he goes, "Would you like some coffee?" Uh, whatever he said yeah. his name was first. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Actually, my name's not that. Or I think it was Lawton, something." And then he's like, "Actually, my name's Lipton." He's like, "Would you like tea instead?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um.
0: And so this, I so this is an interesting curiosity to me because Cliff Young. You know, he says, like, look, I work for the Justice Department. Do you know what witness relocation is? And Brian Brown goes, no. And I'm like, "Okay, so there was a period of time before, like, movies had told everybody what witness relocation is, because now you couldn't ask anybody. Mm -hmm. And they would go, I don't know. But this was just this weird, innocent period of time where he was just like, I don't know, witness relocation program. I don't know what that is. Well, I mean, I
1: I mean, I'm (laughs) honestly trying to think of like the first movies that kind of told us that was a thing i kind
0: of think it's this <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i mean you get to like the sopranos and shit and you're like yeah, oh, sure, wait, yeah. We look at sure whatever well, you just, yeah, like, and you uh, know like all the details of it I like,
1: blue valentine was a uh, goodfellas is, you know goodfellas, I mean, yeah. It's,
0: yeah it's you know so it, it's just weird that it became such a thing that everyone knows but in 1986 there's an actual person who goes yeah <laughs> oh, plus he's australian <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah. yeah that is weird yeah. um yeah but he's like look so we've got this mob guy and we, he's finally decided to flip and we got to get him to trial. But the problem is that everyone's going to try to kill him. So could you fake kill him for us? And he's like, get, get the hell out of here. No, I will not do that. It's, I'll think about it. But no, absolutely. Nah. nah and then he just kind of personally goes back and forth with it for a little while thinking about it. And
1: Well, I th- think, doesn't he basically be like yeah let me think about it and i'll i'll come in and yeah. talk to you
0: yeah i'll I'll come to the office the next day and yeah. i'll give you my answer in person and so he struggles with it and talks to his girlfriend about it and he kind of goes in and he's like yeah you know nah, i'm not gonna do it and they're all like okay cool we're gonna call flenderson he's he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna yeah, do well, it well he meets that guy he meets cliff young's boss yeah and smucker's guy smucker <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> He's the voice of the Smucker's commercials. Yeah. Which seeing him as a bad guy was like ah no, <laughs> um, but yeah. So he comes in, meets that guy, his boss Mason Adams, I think is his name, and
1: um, and he plays Colonel Mason.
0: Yes, huh. yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the Tony Danza thing. You hmm. got to
1: remember your he just, name. <laughs> he's just trapped in a jar situation forever. <laughs> yes. If it's not jelly, it's just it's just jars. Get that jar, jar guy. Yeah. The jar guy. He's a jarhead. <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, yeah, so Raleigh's like, I'm not going to do it, and they're like, Great, we'll get this other guy. And, see, and his, see his, re- his
1: reason in being is, is like, you know, that's kind of shitty. Like you're you're an asshole all life. Then you you know your whole life, and then you just be like. All right, I'll squeal and you get a free pass. Mm-hmm. Which he's got a point. He does. I mean, that is kind of a fucked up. I I understand the greater good nature of 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 the justice system, but sure. however, it is still kind of shitty that a little bit. Yeah, these people are just like, yeah, I'll get a free pass if I squeal.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they're they're there's like, okay, see you around. And he's like, wait, uh, Flenderson, I don't know, that guy sucks. Uh, wait another twelve hours. I'll I'll let you know. And then he's like, I'm in. I'll do this because he has another kind of sleepless night of thinking about it and talking to his girlfriend. Uh, but then he's in. So they start planning this thing and he goes to meet the the mob guy and it's Jerry Orbach mm-hmm. just being a mob guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this starts all special effects work time. It's time to figure out how to do, you know, how, how are we going to pull this off? And he takes right. like a head cast of him and, you know, they explain that the, he's got this this radio system to fire off the the squibs mm-hmm. and everything so they're going to they're just going to set up an assassination plot really. Yeah.
1: Um, they they're basically going to do Goodfellas or the yeah. uh, Godfather. Godfather. Yes. Yeah. Um and Jerry or- Jerry Orbach is upset because he has a pacemaker yes. and 80s pacemaker which was like, you know, you get near a radio or microwave you're probably going to die. Right.
0: Yeah, because he's he starts strapping on the, the receiver to him. He's like, whoa, hold on. What the hell? I got this pacemaker. That's not good. And he's like, well, let's test it. Flip. <laughs> he's yeah, like, so it's fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Norbach's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But so the weird thing is, is that for this
1: to be pulled off properly, Raleigh has to be the one to go in and pretend to pull the trigger. Well, that's what they say. I mean, yeah. that's Mason Comstone is be like, you know, no one's going to say this, but you're the expert here. Yeah. You you need to be the trigger right. man. You're the only one who can ensure that this will look the way it needs
0: to look. Right. So he, they just put a fake mustache on him. And, uh, you know, now the understanding is that Jerry Orbach has been in protective custody this whole time. Mm-hmm. So he's just chilling in this restaurant and they send in uh, Raleigh to to shoot him. And he kind of gives him this nod like, "Huh?" yeah. And he's like, OK. And, you know, does the thing, mm-hmm. runs out of there. Um, and then Clifty Young comes
1: to pick him up. Yeah, well, he, they're just sitting outside waiting. Yeah, you know, and they're like, come the on, let's car. go. Yeah. And he's like, well, that was a rush. Hey, what's all this plastic in the backseat for? <laughs> Again, <laughs> a thing nowadays people would be like, fuck, there's plastic in anywhere. Fuck. Yep, totally. <laughs> I've seen a movie. <laughs> yeah, but Cliff DeYoung... Do you like Phil Collins? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Cliff D. Young just turns around with a gun pointed in Raleigh's face and does the stupid movie mistake of talking too much while he's explaining that sorry no loose ends gotta Mm -hmm. kill you now and then of course raleigh's like nah i'll just move the gun out of the way and this is pretty cool because in the struggle it kills the driver right and so now it's just out of control while they're fighting for the for the gun and they end up crashing into an abandoned building
1: which i appreciate that they established because if you've ever been to new york city Mm -hmm. um they always do that they always board up the empty lots like that yeah and you're always kind of like i wonder what's behind there and they crash a car through it and it's like Oh, yeah. It's just a sunken... Yeah. That's why you would board it up. It's like three feet down from the rest of the road. Right. Yeah. Which, thank you. Yeah, just... (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's one of those little things. Like, thank you, movie, for showing me what's behind the, the boarded up area, empty lot thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, by the way, there's a bum outside who's very upset. He's like, "It's after 10 p.m. You can't, can't park, park here. Can't park on my street after 10 p.m. How many times do I have to tell you, sons of bitches?" Yeah, <laughs> yes. but, I, but I don't know. Just major props to that extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was he was all for it. He yeah. was all in
0: on this. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Raleigh runs off. It's, it's porn rain out, and he hmm. runs to a phone booth and he calls Mason Adams. He's like, yep. "Look, Clifty Young just tried to kill me." Like, what in the fuck? And Mason Adams is like, whoa, that I don't, he went rogue. I don't know what the deal is. Wait there. I'll send a car to come pick you up. You mm-hmm. just wait there. And man, Raleigh is just freaking the fuck out. He is just like, this is bullshit. All of this is bullshit. Yep. He's just like, I know, I know. Just stay calm. I promise I'll take care of you. So as he's waiting, another dude comes up. Is like, get out of there. I need to use the phone. He's like, all right, fine. So he goes and hides in a little alcove out of the way. Yeah, just, you know, awning. It's raining mm-hmm. still. And then a squad car pulls up and two dudes get out and just light the phone booth up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. They Bonnie and Clyde the phone booth.
0: Yeah. And Raleigh's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this is a, okay. So this is a weird bit of the movie to where he goes home. I thought he goes to the
1: he goes to the he goes to his house, girls,
0: yeah. uh, his girlfriend's apartment. The actress. Yeah. And he,
1: and he just barely they're you know, they're like, all right, APB on this guy. And he just barely sneaks in you know, kind of grabs her and be like, quick, get inside. Right. Right. Char- as the car yeah. is pulling up, yeah, there's a car that's going to watch him all night.
0: But they're staking out the place and they basically just chill out all night and let them hang out for 12 hours because then she's like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside. Blam. Sniper yeah. to death. <laughs> so she gets killed. Uh, he's really unhappy about that goes and like gets a mirror and finds out that there's a sniper across the way. The sniper mm-hmm. is just like, I better go finish this and comes over mm-hmm. to the apartment.
1: And then these two end up having a fight. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he starts by hiding. Like, you know, she's got like a little alcove area above her kitchen, yeah. which he's like hides behind. She's got boxes and shit up there.
0: Yeah. And he just fucking murders him with yeah. books <laughs> and things. <laughs> and uh, this, um this sniper guy's got some training.
1: Oh yeah, he's not just a chump. I mean, mm-hmm. so uh, I will say also this being 1986, like he 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 knocks the guy out. Like you know, guy fights back a little bit. He mm-hmm. ends up knocking him out. I think with with an iron. Yeah, is what, is what he knocks him out yeah. the first
0: time. Although he had been beating him with his own gun at one point, which sure. was pretty good. But
1: he, he basically knocked him out, tied his hands behind his back. Yeah, and I'm just saying in 1986, this might have been one of the first times I've ever seen somebody do that. My hands are tied behind my back. Let yep. me do the cool kit you know jump up and like basically reverse jump rope my hands to the front Mm -hmm. because
0: yeah he gets up and starts fighting with raleigh and is just high kicking the fuck out of his face and that's when he does the like whoop and now my hands are in front
1: okay i let me let me preface it might be the first time i've I've seen it in a western movie okay like i'm sure there's some there was a jackie chan movie that did before this but yeah yeah just white dude in, in a western movie like okay just like, like my hands are behind my back and now they're not that's that's a move <laughs> yeah good good move
0: yeah and these two uh really try to murder each other yeah. until raleigh has just had enough and murders this man and,
1: and there's <laughs> there's a dangerous bit of stunting going on here because mm-hmm. like there is an open like there's a gas burning stove yep and like they're bent over bending each other over sliding them across this island yeah and like so I know somebody made contact with that burner had to, but have. yeah, like it's just, it all looks dangerous. Yes. And
0: <laughs> it very much does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he ends up basically like braining the dude with he, something. I, uh, that
0: might be when he gets the iron. I, I think he beat him to death with his gun or beat him unconscious with his gun. And that's when he tied him up. And okay. then he grabbed the iron off of the counter and yeah. clocked him. Uh, but he just doesn't knock him out that time. He beats him to death. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then he leaves yeah. so now this is another one of my favorite parts in the movie because this is like we said that Brian Dennehy's in this movie yeah um, well but, not
0: for the first 45 minutes he's not. no no because no,
1: like he's he now gets the call because yes. he, he's a homicide detective mm-hmm. or I don't know just detective in general because he was also on the Jerry Orbach case he was uh, DeFranco yeah um, but he gets a call and it's just a, like this is the only time we see Brian Dennehy's apartment oh, God. but it's established that like he is basically like the truck turner of detectives it is fucking disgusting yeah i mean
0: he is the slob cop cliche mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like as soon as you see like him reach over to turn off his alarm or answer his phone and just beer cans and shit everywhere the the,
1: the best part is like he's got like the little paper tray of of roasted peanuts that you would get at a restaurant like sitting on his bedstand, and he knocks those over to reach for the phone it's like (laughs) So you just took those from some, like some bar, didn't you? Like, because nobody would have like one of those little white and red yeah, and white no. little trays at home. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> so he just walked home from a bar with a full thing of roasted peanuts and yeah. set them on his bed. And then I'm surprised. Stuff.
0: I'm surprised he didn't like roll over and there was like have a pizza next to him. I mean, it's just he is just the grossest, and it's just like yeah, okay, he's that guy. And, and, and the
1: other <laughs> great thing about the scene is it's not even really like you can recognize him a little bit, but like you never really fully see his face. Like you know Brian yeah. did he's in this movie? And yeah you're like maybe this is him yeah and you can hear his voice but it's just like "Eh, all right he'll be there yeah 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 and he rolls up to the apartment and they've already hauled the bodies away Mm -hmm. and all this and they're like we didn't know when you were gonna get here
0: (laughs) yeah because he's like where's the witness and it's like downtown he's like why is everything downtown and he's like dude no idea when you were gonna get here so
1: (laughs) (laughs) we have work to do yeah but he does some quick detecting and is like all right shot through the window we found this casing across the street how'd Mm -hmm. you get to the bed and um and asks for an id on the other guy Mm and gets a name then he goes back to the precinct and starts sweet talking there's like a data entry lady in the records yeah records room lady um and starts you know she's basically like his i'm gonna go get information and kind of hit on you and also maybe suggest that you Bone a dude if you have to just to get some information. Yeah, I mean, really. you know, it's it's it's, it's pure seventy eighties <laughs> bullshit of like, you know, like, I'm also I'm gonna hit on you, but also suggest <laughs> you do whatever it takes to get the information that I need. Yes, <laughs> yeah. whatever it's, it takes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. And situation. he also
0: has some weird power to keep granting her weeks of vacation somehow to just like okay, that's another week in Jamaica.
1: You yeah. just go for it. Uh, <laughs> but I, like I, I don't know, we could saw su- we could just go ahead and sum up it. it she, he, he visits her multiple times mm-hmm. but the the information that she ultimately finally uh gives is that here's this guy's name um oh look he used to be a cop but now his records are blank mm-hmm. uh that means he, you know i found out that it means he works for the justice department yep that you know denotes a trip to the justice department but i'll go ahead and continue her story and just get her done absolutely um eventually she also like on her own she puts together hey look these these other two victims uh were yeah i have sequential social security numbers and he's like well what about the guy we found dead oh look his is too all right mm-hmm. you know and that's basically you know yeah he's like these are bum you know made up
0: yeah because he goes to he goes stuff. to the justice department to talk right. to mason and mason's like i don't know that guy and yeah. he's like oh here's this file he was a fuck up and we f- fired him yeah and then uh, brian Den, he's leaving he's like nah because like if that guy's that bad and you fired him, you would remember who he is, right? Yeah, something smells. Fucked up a
1: black bag job yeah. or whatever, yeah.
0: And they're aware of who Raleigh is, and they're like, "Well, we probably need to find that guy." I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raleigh is literally gone underground. He, uh, he, there's a sequence. He calls his his assistant to mm-hmm. bring him his makeup bag, and there's a big sequence in in the
1: park. Yeah. Where... Oh, and we should we should also mention the the supposed botched job. Mm-hmm. Um, it would appear that Clifty Young switched to real bullets, and that Jerry Arbeck's dead. Yeah. That's, that, that's what we're led to believe. Like, he's rolled into a morgue. He gets ID'd, you know, for we believe he's yeah. dead. Raleigh
0: has convinced himself yeah. he must have switched. That he, must, he must actually be dead. and right. Everything's gone yeah. to hell. And so
1: it's Tom Noonan is, mm-hmm. uh, follows the uh, assistant lady because he, he sends her to his apartment and says, get my green makeup kit thing and bring yeah. it to the Central Park boathouse. Right. So Tom Noonan is in this movie and follows him to the uh, to the boathouse. And he's like, oh, you were followed. All right. I got a plan. He's a lot more
0: amped than that. Yes. yes. He's like, you were fucking (laughs) following. Yeah.
1: He's like, all right. I got a plan. Take this remote control boat, go out and talk to him and say, you've got a gun trained on you. Go put this in the water. <laughs> and I love that this his is plan his, so good. His, his plan is that. And that. So he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do that. And so he puts the boat in the water and Brian, <laughs> and Brian Brown just like full bore runs after him and pushes him into the lake. Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah. like, and right, like, right, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> it begins a foot chase and he ends up like, you know, going into an old tunnel, um, which apparently he knew there was an underground tunnel uh, under this tunnel yeah like, he's
0: aware of a lot of the little nook, nooks and crannies of, of new york city yeah.
1: but he he goes in the underground thing to, uh tom noonan basically just like runs through and is like oh, i don't know where they went yeah you know and so they're they're now basically in in bum town yeah, and they have to live with the homeless people for a while and yeah become them yeah <laughs> so yeah they hang out talking like and he has a couple flashbacks of like oh man i can't can't believe that lady's gone. Yeah. My and, girlfriend,
0: she gave me the sex, and now yeah. she's not alive anymore. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I guess we'll just dress up like bums and get out of here. Yep. Which they do. Yeah, um, Which which I love that there's, like, a full-on, like, bum exit on, on <laughs> like, <laughs> Fifth Avenue or whatever. You know, like, there's yeah. a hot dog stand, and they just are, like... Open up this, yeah. Open up the staircase and, like, (laughs) here come the, it's out of the bum clown car here. Here come the chuds. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I just, I mean, like, I know. Six of them come out of it. Like, there are always so many things about New York
0: that people just never like go what the fuck but it's like that kind of thing happens all the- there are all these little just gateways and things in new york where people are always just i'm gonna go down here and no one walking by ever goes what the fuck are you doing yeah. <laughs> but yeah just little escape hatch into mm-hmm. the middle of the city and just which, like we're, we're out like,
1: now. it kind of threw me off because like first bomb comes out and i'm like Wow, that's a really good yeah, makeup job. Yeah, that's what I thought
0: too. I was like, "Holy shit!" And yeah. then I'm like, "Oh wait, no." Yeah. Yeah. Then, then
1: it's like, "Oh no, that's them." Yeah. He's, get, just, he's got a stupid beard on, and ratty clothes, and she's just got, you know, a stocking cap on, which is like code for "I'm I'm a homeless lady." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Apparently, you're not allowed to wear a, a oversized stocking cap if you're a lady. It just denotes homeless they, person. Yeah, that's yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So I need to we we need to
0: point out uh-huh. uh, there's a there's a very important Bamcast alum in this movie who is working with Brian Dennehy, uh, his his captain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this was a weird process in my head that I went through. I was like his his captain who's kind of like you need to stop fucking around and, and do your job and stop dealing with all this DeFranco bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, his captain is Gordon from Sesame Street, which I'm like, oh, that's Gordon from Sesame Street. And I'm like wait a minute, wasn't Gordon from Sesame Street Willie Dynamite? And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Willie Dynamite. (laughs) It was a weird progression in my head that that he was in the morgue scene earlier and I saw him and I was like, hey, Gordon from, wait a second, that's Willie D. (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, But he displays no Willie D characteristics. He's just the angry captain. Um, At one point does take Brian Denny's badge and gun, but... Doesn't call him a loose cannon or No, anything. he does not. Uh, there's no pimping involved. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there is but yeah, Willie D is in this movie, uh-huh. so Willie D. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tyler uh, Raleigh basically uh, he does this scheme to where he calls mason mm-hmm. he, he they just duct tape some some phones in
1: the lobby of Which, the building by the way <laughs> fucking awesome like all right he basically uh 69s these two pay phones yes he does so that you know the receiver is at mm-hmm. the at the transmitter or whatever and so like he calls the one pay phone so that it can then call the other pay phone yep that's a fucking great idea. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, like that's so simple and awesome.
0: Yeah, because he calls them and they're like, trace this call. And yeah. then, you know, Cliff DeYoung runs in. It's coming from inside the
1: building. Wait a second. <laughs> Maybe that's where Star 69 came from. <laughs> I just, huh.
0: Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah.
1: Thanks, phone company.
0: <laughs> Man, it's an FX reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> trace the call. Star 69. Oh. Yeah. Huh. 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 All right. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he
0: t- he t- he tells them basically come meet me in the park and I'll do something. Yeah. But they're just waiting in the back of Clifty Young's car, mm-hmm. and he
1: just you well, know he, he's waiting in the back. She's he, waiting in the trunk. That's right. But yes, he, he basically <laughs> yes. he basically like is hiding in the back and Grote wires uh, mm-hmm. or Grot, if you were uh, his is around his neck is like just keep driving. Yeah, and drives them to you know the abandoned under the bridge place that you can find in in New York. I guess absolutely just whenever and, you and need a place just like, like that. all right you know give me the keys give me your Gun and now, like takes him out. You know, at gunpoint is like, all right, come on, lady, get out of the trunk. You get Mm -hmm. in the trunk, Clifton Young. Yeah, and it's like, I need to know where Mason's house is. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's play Demolition Derby with Clifty Young in the
0: trunk. Yeah. So he beats the fuck out of this car and does a couple of things that should have injured her as well, because I don't know why he decided to put her in the driver, in the passenger seat. Mm. He should have said, stay out of the car. I've got something to do. Sure. But yeah, he just continues to just bash the fuck out of this car, specifically the trunk area. <laughs> so Clifty Young is just like, he's kind of laughing, crying. He's just like, oh my God, you're a maniac. Oh, please stop. <laughs> it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, he eventually uh, he wants Mason's address and eventually gets it. So mm. and that's that's it for Clifty Young. You don't see what happens to him. Um, Does he not show up ever no, again? No, he's not in the finale of this movie. Like yeah. he's he's still like I'm surprised there was not a scene after the credits of him still in the trunk. Hmm. But yeah, you never see him again. Hmm. Um, so they they then go and get. I hope he's replaced by Barry Boswick in the <laughs> sequel. so raleigh has this big effects truck that literally just has fx airbrushed on it Mm -hmm. f slash x
1: correct important when searching for this movie
0: it is um and it has been impounded Mm -hmm. by the police so uh brian dennehy has sent his partner he's like hey you need to go watch it watch the truck because he's going to go try to get it and sure enough they go try to get it and they set up this diversion where he's like, "Hey, remember this movie? D- d- dispatch the smoke bombs to will cause a distraction." Yeah, just like in Hell erasers Yeah, right. I do remember that one. Okay, because I was like, "Wait, oh, that's almost a real yep. movie." <laughs> and so she puts these these little smoke bombs everywhere, and then they set them off, and fucking cars just start exploding. And he's like, I said this, not that, you know, like whatever the well, other Well, she's movie.
1: like, what what, what kind of pot, uh, pots did you use? Yeah, that's yeah. what they call them. And then yeah. she's like, the ones from this. And he said, not that. Yeah. I said from Hellraisers. <laughs> yeah. I so, think it was just supposed to be smoke. Yeah, yeah, it was. But
0: these are goddamn grenades. So they get the car out, and Brian Dennehy's partner, gives chase. And this is a pretty good uh, destructive car chase through various areas of New York that I don't think geographically geographically make any sense. but. Sure. You know, it's good like sidewalk destruction, and I swear to God, he was going to murder a couple of stuntmen when they go through the the little diner area, mm-hmm. uh, who do not get out of the way fast enough, but eventually they do.
1: And this just and, and also I should point out like there's a certain point where like well they're they're you know they're careening through and running up sidewalks and and then it's like go open up the back door,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and, we're gonna have to get these guys off our tail.
1: And I gotta say like if I ever have a box truck or or van or whatever like this. I am rigging up something like this in a heartbeat because she's got a harness. She immediately has this harness on to where she can hang
0: out at the back of the truck and not fall out.
1: Fucking awesome. <laughs> and I want one. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. I, I'm not going to say what I'm going to do with it. I just, I want a back of the box truck harness like this. Mm-hmm. But the first plan I I is know what you're do basically, <laughs> you know, oil slicks. Yeah, he's just calling out. Remember this? I don't
0: know why he's coding the, his instructions, but it's, he's like, it's a way for
1: the writers to work at any more, even more of the yeah. funny movie titles. But
0: he is just like remember this and she's
1: like yep and got, then got it oil slick and all the cars spin out of control except for one like his uh the, the yeah brian did he's like his you know, partner, partner. still well partner he he keeps calling him his assistant and yes that seems <laughs> that seems about right because if if that guy can just go sit and watch the impound yard for hours at a time yeah he's probably not really a partner <laughs> no but anyway that guy he's very determined to not get in the accidents and keep well going. he
0: already fucked up because the car got away right. while he was like just like, right there yeah um so they 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 do the oil slick thing they do they do one other thing before the the finale of this i forget what the the next thing is that causes a distraction um yeah shit well, what was that there was one more thing Huh. I don't know but eventually it's like, hey remember this movie and it's like okay next corner let's do it and they just throw this <laughs> this body that they have in the back of the truck out to where the cop has to stop It's like oh god ma'am are you okay oh it's a dummy but no or, no even no, better, that's like, okay yeah. you're right he stops just short of it <laughs> yeah. like
1: like literally touching the tires but not run over yeah and then the the, you know, the black, well, blue and white, but the, the regular cop car comes around the corner and he's like, he's like, no, 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 and slams into the back of him, which crushes the dummy. And he's like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's a dummy. Oh, it's a, it's a dummy. A yeah.
0: Bitch. And there's, they keep the camera rolling just long enough for like this uniform cop to get out and is like, is it a dummy? And he's like, you're goddamn right. It's a dummy. And they just cut away like. Throws the rant. hand. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they get away. Mm -hmm. and Raleigh at one point is just like, ah, what's that sound? Let's pull over. I think we got a flat or something, and she's like, I don't know. Let's see, and they both get out, and then as soon as she gets out, he runs back and gets in the driver's seat and takes off, Mm -hmm. and she's like, you jerk. Yeah.
1: They're going to kill you, or I will if I see you first.
0: So, like, meanwhile, during all this, Brian Dennehy has been getting increasingly angry, and is just like, fuck the system, fuck everything. Mm -hmm. He went and accosted this one guy, this, like, stuffed suit guy who's in charge of the the defranco case or whatever and he gets called into uh the captain's office and like all of the you know the higher ups are there and they're just like dude got a badge yeah you're on suspension
1: it's five o'clock yeah and And he just like starts to like look like he's really emotionally distraught and so he basically (laughs) goes over to hug willie dynamite and he's like it'll be all right man he's like this job's all i have and then like and then he like walks out and, um, cause he had taken his, his, his badge and everything, put yeah. it in his, in his, uh, suit jacket. Mm-hmm. And then the other two, like, c- uh, captain dudes are like snickering. Like there's, there's Willie D there's like the, the asshole stuff, shoot shirt guy. Mm-hmm. And then like the other two guys and those other two guys just start snickering. They're like checker jacket. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he just lifted his badge back up off of you.
0: Like, Son of a bitch. And they cut to Brian Denny with this triumphant music of him, like putting the badge back on. And you're just like, fuck. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> um, but basically, they're all going to Mason's house.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, the other the other bit of loose cannoning that he did was he actually went to the DOJ or whatever it is and like stormed into Mason's office mm-hmm. and was like, I want to know where he is. Where's his home dra- address? And they're like, she doesn't know. Like, yeah. Go ask your captain. He's got the address. Or <laughs> right. something like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, he was he was just on a, st- a string of loose cannoning for a while. Yeah. He was just I'm going
0: to murder all of you yeah. unless you tell me what I need to yeah. know. Um now, I want to say at this point, we still don't know what the plot of this movie is. Like, we still don't know why anyone is doing anything. No, yeah, not that necessarily. That is not even revealed until like the last five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of great in a way. In, like, in a it's, way, yeah, yeah.
0: It's not overly complicated. You're just like, these guys fucked that guy. That guy is like, hell no. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. use my special effects to get you back. And there's a rogue cop coming at him and you just don't know how this is going to go. But they all get to Mason's house. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian, you know, uh, Raleigh gets there first. Raleigh, yeah. Uh, he he stakes it out, but then he drives back to a gas station to call, and he calls the house and doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jerry Orbach is just like, "Raleigh, you son of a bitch! You know how dare you?" And Brendan, oh and he's no, I think like, he thinks
1: it's uh, what's his face, uh, Clifton Young, calling in. No, no, no he, really?
0: yeah, he, he he's because Jerry Orbach, Jerry Orbach has started freaking out that
1: Raleigh is coming to get him, yeah, except that we haven't seen him, have we? This is the first time we've seen him since we he's thought he was taken dead, out right? a couple of guards. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, I thought this was the first time we've seen we've seen confirmation that Jerry Orbach is yeah, not. Dead. No, the, yeah. yes,
0: that's what I mean. Jerry Orbach has has re-entered the yeah. film.
1: Well, like he's, he's simultaneously storms into the scene of like going, hey, I'm not actually dead yeah. and then yells on the phone confirming to the person on the other yeah. end. Hey, I'm not dead. And Brian he's like,
0: aha. <laughs> Jerry Arbok's alive. That's interesting. So, yeah, he calls the state police, not his people, but right. the state
1: police. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he that's right. He was yelling at Brian Dennehy on the phone mm-hmm. thinking it was Raleigh. Yeah, that's you're right. Yes. Yeah. So Brian Dennehy recognizing his voice because he was the guy who brought him in originally. Mm hmm. Um, was like, oh, OK. Yeah. So he's still alive.
0: This is all bullshit because yeah. they kind of pieced together. I don't think Tyler did this because he um he had practiced the bullet pattern of the shots on the, the big mm-hmm. snowman dummy in front of his door, yep. and then he put together these are the same patterns. I think this was a fake setup assassination thing. So now he's got confirmation of that, and he's fucking pissed. So uh, Raleigh is also pissed. Yeah. and but he gets there first. Yes, and he is going to murder everyone. <laughs> yeah like the, I, the switch that has flipped in him in this movie to where he is just I'm gonna fucking mur- I don't care if you were just a cursory
1: if you're the chef working for this guy fuck you you're dying I, I would like to break down at least his first two kills <laughs> the first one involves basically a single jumper cable mm-hmm. um, going to a metal uh, paint roller yes like, like, uh, like a long extin- uh, ex- you know telescoping paint roller mm-hmm um, which begins with he clips it to the gate just out of like there's a big metal wrought iron gate in front of uh, Mason's house. Yep. He clips it to the gate. There's a guard guard with like a big Uzi patrolling the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sticks the paint roller up in the trees and rustles them so that the guy comes over and he waits till he gets to the gate and rests his gun <laughs> on the gate. And then he hooks it up onto the power line, which electrifies the, the gate Mm -hmm. and and the gun and the guy. Yes. So that's kill number one. Kill number one. And and he yells and "Ah," and I think fires off a couple shots to which everyone inside is like, shit, what was that? Go go find out. Mm -hmm. So they sent out other dude. Who gets out there and there's the fucking it balloon floating around. <laughs> yeah, just slowly luring I'm right in front f- of his face. Like, I'm trying to figure out, was it a remote control balloon or was the remote control just for what was inside the I balloon? I think it was both. I think okay. it was... Because a- <laughs> yeah. this little, like, they're playing creepy it-style horror music as mm-hmm. this little you know blue yellow balloon is floating down over the fence and, you know, the guy's already seen his dead partner yeah. laying there. He's like, what and the fuck? And he's just like, and he grabs the balloon and is looking at it like, the fuck? And then, you know, Raleigh, explodes. Raleigh hits a button and <laughs> I guess there was some sort of gas slash explosive inside. Whatever I, kills him. <laughs> it does kill him. I don't know if it's like by burning slash explosion or if it's like a noxious yeah. gas inside. But there are two dudes basically laying on top of each other by the fence. Yeah. Because <laughs> so.
0: cause when Brian Dennehy later shows up and the, and the state police are like, why, why did you
1: call us? What's up? And he's like. Go look. Oh, he doesn't even, he just stands there like... <laughs> just, he's like, oh, I guess you did find something. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that guy was like from Minnesota. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you were right there. Yeah, I guess it is a probable cause, eh? Yeah,
0: yeah so uh, Raleigh's now in the house just fucking with everything, like fucking with the lights. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Arbach is just losing his mind. He's yep. like, he's in here. And Mason Adams is just like... He doesn't know the layout of the house and then all of a sudden like the, he turns out the lights in the room that they're in and the hallway lights are still on. And Jerry is just like, he knows where we are.
1: <laughs> he, also like, cut, he also cut the alarm because there was some yeah. like shrill wee 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 alarming. And he's like, he cut, cut the alarm, he knows
0: he knows your whole house. Um yeah, so the the two the two guys like Tom Noonan and the other guy who mm-hmm. were you know who shot up the phone booth, they've you know been in this movie off and on, they are now in charge of going through the house and, and finding where he is. Mm-hmm. And he has put these little noisemakers on f- two or three things. Yeah, he had an urn. Yeah. I don't know why he had an urn, but yeah. who it was. But yeah. he, had, he put it on an urn. And just when they would go into, start going in a room, he would flip the switch and it would make a noise and they would go the other way and then he would sneak into another room. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so, <laughs> like
1: he, he purposely hid in the second room knowing they checked the first one, yep. set the noise off, they turned around and he sl- sneaked back into the room they just checked. Yep. Which, pretty fucking good idea. Yeah. I, I mean, and and... You know, I know this is one of Mackey's things, but like action geography, mm-hmm. this movie's really fucking good at it. Yes. I know the car chase, as you said, it, it does kind of encompass all of New York and it's including too. different boroughs. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, but <laughs> other than that, like the way this is shot, I was following exactly what he was doing, mm-hmm. where is that this could have been very confusing in yep. lesser, lesser hands.
0: But eventually Tom Noonan is like, hey, there's a noisemaker on that. He's doing this to us on purpose. Yeah. Raleigh. Okay, so he just has a magical bag of whatever because he suddenly whips out this, <laughs> this giant like projector screen-sized thing mm-hmm. that he sets up in a hallway.
1: Yeah, it's one of those like floor-standing yeah. projector or uh, screen holders.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's basically a, a reflective surface that he's got kind of you know diagonal in the hallway that he sets up. And then he just goes to another room and just kind of stands there. And he's just like, you know makes a noise or whatever so that when the the two guys come out to find what it is they think they're shooting at him but they're just shooting right through whatever this reflective surface is and he ends up shooting <laughs> the other guy so mm-hmm. it it's a cool looking thing it's stupid but i mean it's it's pretty badass yeah i bought it <laughs> yeah uh and then so it's now now it's basically just Mason and Jerry or- Orbach yeah, that's yeah, all it's like i
1: think i think he had to like physically brain somebody like one, I think one of them shot each other, but I don't think they, I don't think they both shot each other down the hallway.
0: No, I think like Tom Noonan shot the one guy and yeah. then he just brains Tom Noonan yeah. to death. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, which seemed like real, like, well, that's not a very special right. effect; You're just <laughs> fucking blunt instrumenting him to uh, death. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jerry Arbach and, and, and Mason Adams are downstairs. They're still waiting. Uh, they're waiting for this helicopter to show up to take them to Shangri-La, where the fuck they're going. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's Geneva. Oh, that's right. Okay, <laughs> Geneva. So uh, there's uh, Raleigh makes a noise outside and Jerry Arbach's just like, fuck this and just takes Newsy an and just like sprays the wall. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see. Well, this
1: also like lets everyone know outside. that they're, yeah, like, they're like, oh, oh shit, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shit's going down yeah. in there. Um, yeah. So Raleigh just comes through the window, like all bloody and everything and, and all by all accounts dead. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, ha ha, fuck you. We got you. Ha. Huh? And. So Jerry Arbach goes running through the house like, "Okay, the chopper's here. Let's go!" And gets up to like a screen door and just palms it, and it's electrified. And immediately he's just like, "Ah, pacemaker, <laughs> die!"
1: <laughs> and Mason's like, "Oh, well, before I, I, listen, look, I, 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 know you. I know you're dying. I know you're dying. Where's the
0: key? Where's the key? Give me the key." So we still don't know what, but give me the key. So he mm-hmm. finds like, ah, "Here, help me!" And he's just like, "Sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. I can't. You know, like." Give you the shock paddles that seem to be just as bad as what's happening to you right now. So bye. And Jerry box is like eh, dead. So Mason's the only one left. Uh, he goes back to the other room and Tyler has got he's not there anymore. And he's like, what? And he just pops out from behind the door with a with a submachine gun. And he's just like, you son of a bitch.
1: I'm going to point this out to you until you explain the entire yes. plot. Explain you, the thing. Which he like,
0: basically does. He's like, this key, This. do you know what's in this? And everyone's like, no. <laughs> the audience, Tyler, <laughs> nobody. Um, and he just says uh, that it's all the money that... Uh, yeah, it's a, safety, it's a safety
1: deposit box in Geneva.
0: Stole all, like, 15 million from the mob. Mm-hmm. And it's ours. You can have it. You and me. Let's, let's split the money. And he puts the key on the gun site. Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, Raleigh kind of goes over
1: to it like he's, he's like, ah. like he's like he's thinking about it. He yeah. sets the Uzi down, puts the
0: gun down. You see him kind of tinker with it for a right. second, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna have to decline your offer." And he just kind of starts walking away. And Mason's like, "Oh yeah, but you left the gun on the table. Ha ha, my gun now." And Raleigh's like, "Yeah, but I uh, bullets yeah. I have them." <laughs>
1: <laughs> he basically does like you want to know what's in each of my hands. Here's the bullets that are in the gun, and uh-huh. over here is his crazy glue. Crazy
0: glue, <laughs> hundred one uses now a thousand and two. Yeah, and he basically just kind of pushes him out the front door. <laughs> yep.
1: He put he glues the gun to his hand, so And then is, gives he, him a, a death, a suicide by cop.
0: Yeah, and he is. I mean, he he walks outside just gripping the machine gun as you would, like you're going to attack somebody, and he's just like yelling at the cops, like this is mis- this isn't what it looks Which, like.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record like. There, there's a lot of like suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. however just because your hands are glued to a gun doesn't mean you have to point it up
0: no you can your hands you could, you could raise your, your arms your hands could go
1: up they could go down yeah. it could be like i yeah this is or just the very first thing like this gun is glued to my hands <laughs> yeah
0: not my choice but he walks out and basically says it's not what it looks like and one he doesn't get lit up by the cops it's just one cop overreacting who mm-hmm. blows him away Still good, but sure. it's just like because like the 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 guy the the head state police guy looks over and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you know Brian Dennehy goes in and he's like, shit, Mason's dead, shit, Jerry Roebuck's dead, shit, Tyler's dead. Well, fuck everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of pulls his badge out of his pocket and throws it on the ground. He's like, fuck this. Yep, I'm out. So, this is a bit okay. They do something very smart in that they check. Uh, Raleigh's pulse mm-hmm. and they're like he's gone. Yep. Uh, They established earlier in the film that there's this fake skin because mm-hmm. man they go all I this like the one thing I don't get is how long he pretends to be dead but he goes all the way to the morgue. Oh yeah in a body bag and it's just hanging out there forever until he decides to zip himself out of it mm-hmm. and then just starts pulling off all of the, the skin and wisely this this is like no one draws attention to it but like the cop who checked him for a pulse checked his neck. Mm-hmm But he had also put it on his wrists. That's fucking smart. And the movie does not call attention to that at all. He, like, basically covered anywhere that someone would check for a pulse. Yep. So he just...
1: Not how I check for a pulse. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Uh... (laughs) No, I mean, like, at the Achilles heel. Oh, oh, oh. It's very effective. I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But so he basically Spider-Man's out the window mm-hmm. and jumps
1: down and yeah, Spider-Man's it's one story up. I mean,
0: well, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm I could to, I could do that. I'm trying I, to spice uh, it up a little sure. bit. <laughs> but so he's slinking away and as he's about to turn the corner, Brian Denny's there and he's like, "So
1: I, I'm just gonna say, if it's a two story building, the second story is is not the ideal place for a morgue. No. Um, in fact, if you're in New York, I would think basement." Yes, basement. Good idea for work. Yeah.
0: You really don't have to put it on the second floor. There's really no
1: reason. No, you wouldn't because <laughs> you would always go with the lowest floor because it's easier to cool. Yes. Just eh. anyway. But it well, that could be in the goof section? That, or... Yes, it probably is. <laughs> it's a big goof.
0: Um, yeah. So he rounds a corner, Brian, and he's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. Raleigh, we should talk." Hi, I'm a guy. <laughs> we haven't met in this movie before at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, then cut to Geneva. This movie becomes a four-second heist movie. <laughs> Sort of yeah. because Raleigh has now put on his Jerry Orbach mask and just walks into the bank. And, and it, that was the condition of mm-hmm. he couldn't. Raleigh couldn't just take the money from Mason. He was like, it's either me or, or Jerry Orbach. That's, those are the only two people who can pull the money out. Mm-hmm. So he goes in. He gets the safety deposit box and pulls it out and goes. And you see Brendan and he just hanging out and they both get in the car and he just does the Scooby Doo yoink. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right. We got fifteen million dollars. Roll them credits. Yep, <laughs> that's in the, the movie. It's it's weird how quickly just a guy and a cop have decided. Let's just go steal this fifteen million dollars.
1: Is it fuck stealing? Everything. I
0: mean, you know. not really, but it's just it's just an odd conclusion to their story, which is just like we are friends now and we have money. Yeah.
1: I mean, a it's mob money. B it's mob money from a dead guy. Yeah, no one's ever going to know where it was. Right. It would have just it sat and rotted it. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they drive away, and mm-hmm. credits are over. I think for for trouble endured, I think it's fair. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Well, for Raleigh especially, I don't know Brian he
0: deserved any of it,
1: but yeah. he was
0: just upset by it all. <laughs> he wasn't really put out by anything. He was just. He had to turn in his badge and go. Well, he
1: worked for however long to bring Jerry Orbach in, only to give him to a crooked justice that's, department. Yeah, and all that's that. true. Yeah, yeah that's so. true. But yeah. And have and get him killed, which invalidated his witness mm-hmm. st- status. Yes. But yeah. FX. Mm-hmm.
0: It's over. They got the movies. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like we were saying earlier, I saw this a bunch of times as a kid, and I was a little concerned about it going in like, oh, man, is this going to hold up? I don't know. Um, and at one point, I'd for- I'd forgotten the motivation for the bad guys um, and then was thinking, for some reason, I had thought it was like a fake Justice Department front, mm-hmm. and at some point, they were just going to be discovered. I was like, oh, this movie's broken because Raleigh would look these guys up on the Internet today, and then that wouldn't wash. But no, man, I mean, this... Aside from some geographical weirdness during some of the action scenes and, uh, you know, just his magic bag of everything at the end, this movie holds up really well. Yes. It's completely believable within its own little universe. And I still really enjoy it. I think it's a it's a well-made motion picture. Mm -hmm. Um, So for jocks, I I I really don't have anything bad to say about it, um,
1: but. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun still. Yeah, and I had never seen it, and I come to the same conclusion. Okay. Um, I will also give it four jocks. All right. It's, it's missing a certain je ne sais quoi that it would take it to a five jocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I just uh I, I dug the hell out of this, and I, I think I would have watched it a lot more over the years had I been, yeah. been more aware of it. I, I don't I don't remember what it is. There was something about this movie... That put me off of it, and I think it was, I think it was a I got it confused with some other movie, okay, and B like it was just one of those things. I I don't know why, but you 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 were a video store kid too, yes. But like there was something about certain tapes that like you would just it was the placement of them, but it just seemed like you would walk in and they were like always staring you in the face, and it was like fuck you, I just don't even want to watch you, yeah, because you're you're just always like in my eyesight for Mm -hmm. some reason. And I seem to think this movie was one of them for some reason. Okay. Um Vaguely can go
0: along with yeah, that. Yeah,
1: like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just an irrational hatred toward yeah. a movie just because it was like, every time you turn around, it's like, oh, fucking FX again. God damn it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you know, when I
0: worked in a video store for a long period of time and I know there were movies that we had mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, just day after day, I never took home and it was just like, man, I don't know. Fuck that movie. But
1: yeah, I totally get that. Um but this is a lot of fun. It's funny because like now, now I'm starting to backtrack. Like maybe I did, maybe I did watch this once. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like huh? there's something super familiar with about this movie, but like I feel like I've never seen it. No, like, I, if that makes any sense, there's just, there's something super familiar about it, but I also feel like I've never seen it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna go with I've never seen it. I, but now I know I've seen it. This this just seems like almost like the quintessential. 80s Brian
0: Dennehy experience like you just picture him as this guy in every movie in the 80s and he worked a lot but I don't know it's just like you kind of all meld it into like yeah that's Brian Dennehy <laughs> sloppy cop kind of angry doing his own thing going rogue
1: sloppy cop
0: <laughs> so it, it's weird because he looks older here than he does in Cocoon which is two years later but you know Cocoon had the magic pool that you get in and Age. Sure. And he was also an alien, so whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: But that's FX. Uh, we both liked it, and uh, we recommend it. And it's on Blu ray, so you should watch it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we watched it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These and are just, all good reasons. Yeah. Um, I'm anxious to see the sequel. Should I be? Like, is the sequel vastly inferior? I
0: well, I see. I've only seen the sequel once.
1: Oh, okay. So I, I think. I want to say, like, four years between them, Mm
0: -hmm. and by that time, I was just like, ah, this seems like a cash-in. This is not going to be as good. But now that I think about it, this is like an origin story for these two dudes to have some sort of weird kinship, and you kind of want to want, like, what would those two get up to now that they have 15 million? He's a cop. He's a special effects guy. They're fucking rich. What do they do? Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised it took that long to to come up with a sequel, but... um, Yeah, we're going to watch it probably not next week, but maybe the week after. I just don't want to have so much Brian Dennehy all all at once. Sure. Well, that (laughs) makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we we will get to that within the next couple of weeks, but probably not next week. Uh, Next week, we'll do another too long for BAMFCast Prime movie that, who knows, maybe a childhood favorite, maybe not. We'll find out. Uh, If you have childhood favorites or recommendations or just want to talk about FX, surely you people have seen FX You have to have thoughts on FX, so uh, just send us an email, bmf at bmfcast.com. We will sort it out, not read it on Bamcast Prime, read it here, and talk to you about whatever it is you want to chat about. (laughs) We will help you out and listen and do all the things. And uh, shout out to Patreon Mm -hmm. for making this show possible. Or at least inspiring it heavily. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You guys uh, shelling out your dollar, get this thing a month early. And we know how important that is to get your early access to <laughs> Pamfcast Extra. Um, so if you're listening to this on the Patreon feed, thank you very much. You're you're keeping us going. We appreciate it. If you're listening on the regular feed, you're still a listener. We love you just the same. Mm. Uh, you know, we'd like your
1: dollar, but, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. We like you like that other kid that is also our favorite. Right. Yeah. The other one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all good. We... We enjoy you. Uh, So, anyway, we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out.